Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Don't forget that if you enjoy our podcast, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from The Crown of Individuality by William George Jordan, published in 1909. If we were to see someone idly roll a hundred-dollar bill into a splint, hold a lighted match to it, and watch the charred fragments fall to the floor as a dead memorial to uselessness, we would remember it for a lifetime. We would tell the story many times in the years to come. We would talk of the waste and the vanity, the numerous ways in which that money could have been used for good. In our everyday life, there are countless instances of happiness thrown away just as foolishly for a trifle, often for just the fleeting gratification of a moment. Our happiness rarely dies a natural death. We slay it with our own hand, or others kill it for us. The smallest thing may keep it alive. The smallest thing may kill it, and yet selfishly, Blindly, we still the heart of our own happiness, or that of others. We may even irreverently throw the blame on the universe, when we alone are at fault. Happiness does not consist of what we have, but what we are. Not in our possessions, but in our attitude towards them. It is the serenity of the soul in the presence of a joy. It is not absolute, requiring certain fixed conditions. It is relative. What would be a fast for one might prove a royal feast for another. Happiness does not always require success, prosperity, or attainment. It is often the joy of hopeful struggle, the consecration of a purpose, and energy used to some good end. Real happiness ever has its root in unselfishness, 
it blossoms in love of some kind. We make or mar our own happiness and that of others to a larger degree than we are willing to admit. It is easier to pose as a victim of conditions than to prove ourselves a victor. The heart of our happiness may be love. This love may be so fine, great and simple, and so completely fill our life that it leaves no room for pain, just as light crowds out darkness. It may, with its Midas touch, turn even our trials and troubles into the gold of sweetness, strength and consolation. It may stand ever between us and the world, as a bulwark keeps back the sea. It may become to us an angel of hope, holding our hand with gentle pressure when the clouds hang low, sustaining us when the way of life seems hard. This honest love may always trust us, forgiving and forgetting may be its atmosphere. It may inspire us, recreate us, give wings to us when downcast. We may have this great happiness firm in our grasp, and yet for a mere trifle we may throw it away, or let it fall gradually from us, like pearls dropping one by one, silent and unnoticed, from a broken necklace. We let some petty mean trait of ours, some weakness we should master through self-control, cheat us of our happiness. We may hold some penny a momentary satisfaction, so close to our eyes that it eclipses the sun of our happiness. A foolish jealousy that deadened our ears to explanation, that shut our eyes to the truth. We have let this jealousy, this snap judgment, expressing not of real love but of wounded pride, swallow up our happiness as the ocean engulfs a treasure ship. We let idle gossip, false sympathy, dumb advice from those who know absolutely nothing about our real condition, shut us from love and faith, breed doubt and suspicion, and choke trust as by the fumes of some noxious gas. We let some other folly which comes from our false interpretations cheat us of our happiness like one who is ignorant of the meaning of a deed, signing away a fortune. And when it is all over, we may not have the moral courage to go back as we should. A friendship that meant much to our happiness, that was rest, refuge, and joy, can be thrown away for a trifle. Friends, real friends, are rare in the individual life. We cannot have many of them. They do not come in bunches like bananas. They are never found ready-made at all. They are formed by weathering the same gales of fate together, by standing the heat of conflict together, by kinship of mind and heart, by common interest and a common ideal by basic understanding, mutual dependence, thorough respect, and the loyalty that grows stronger as needs grow stronger. We may have many acquaintances, 
but acquaintanceship is merely the grapes of possibility from which the rich wine of friendship is aged and mellowed. Friends are usually necessary to happiness. Even love does not long satisfy, unless there is in it real friendship and companionship. Love is, in reality, only a supreme, unique brand of perfected friendship. And yet we may throw this element in happiness away, in a mood of selfishness or blindness. For the empty pleasure of a clever, cutting taunt, we may give a stab thrust that kills a friendship. We may take the kindly expressions of our friend as a matter of course, demanding as a right what belongs to us as a courtesy. You cannot force spontaneity any more than you can make the bud a full-blown rose by forcibly opening its petals. The bud becomes a rose by natural expansion from within. A friend's need is our opportunity. A momentary neglect or coolness at a psychological moment when the tired heart needs sympathy, encouragement, or help to the utmost, may begin the death of a friendship. Some people like the dividends of friendship, but not its assessments. They really do not need a friend. They want a bank. When there is not mutual helpfulness, the friendship is like a patent that is nearing its time of expiration. Ingratitude kills friendship, or rapidly attenuates it to a point where it must die of anemia. If we value our happiness or our friend, let us gladly expend the time, energy, and thought required to keep the relationship as free, clear, and fresh running as a mountain brook. An idle flippant breach of confidence may kill a friendship or happiness that's been growing for years. A hasty surrender to temper, a sudden heat of anger, may be followed by a drop of 60 degrees in the temperature of a relationship between two people. It may destroy a real happiness as a blizzard may, in a single night, ruin a fruit field. There may be an unkind letter, a cruel fling of cynicism, or an unjust sneer that meant only venting our own sad disappointment on an innocent friend. We may have been conscious of the injustice before the words were cold on our lips, but some mean streak in our nature kept us from calling them back. We are often happy in our hopes, our plans, our purposes, or our possessions, and yet we will let the envy of another poison the wellspring of our happiness. Envy is a drug that stupefies energy. It does not actually give us what seems so beautiful, merely because it belongs to another. The very thing we desire might not fit us or agree with us, even if we could get it. Have you ever felt that the meal someone has ordered looks so much more appetizing than yours, even though you could have had precisely the same thing if you had ordered it? Happiness does not come from comparing our lives to others. We have our own life to live at its best, not the lives of others. 
So let us get what we came from our own meal, our own life. Let us live so intently, so abundantly, that the joy from our life will overflow into others, will make us better able to help others, will transform us into castles of refuge to those who need us. To live each day at our best, simply, sincerely, and sweetly, is the surest way to win happiness and to hold on to it. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.